Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dared to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Hello, hello, and a big shout out to all my international, national, and local listeners. It's Transformational Tuesday. In the studio with me today is my special guest, Miss Nikki Bruno. She's a post-divorce empowerment coach, speaker, author, a Princeton and Harvard graduate. Now, how many of you have ever staged an epic comeback from a mistake? or a bad experience. Well, today, we're going to talk about divorce. We're gonna talk about high conflict divorce involving my guest and how she relaunched herself into a new life of renewed joy, vigor, and success. More importantly, and staged what she calls an epic comeback and did something else very intriguing. So stay tuned to hear the Nikki Bruno story. We're broadcasting live and you can listen to us on the Empowerment, Business and Influences channels. The show is also syndicated on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and Spotify. You can also now access the show on your smart home devices. Do share with your friends and colleagues. And if you enjoy the radio shows each week, you can now subscribe via my website, drbarbaryoung.com. That's again, drbarbaryoung.com, where you'll get weekly updates on my upcoming shows and other great information. So be sure to subscribe to my website. Now, to my guest, Miss Nikki Bruno. Greetings, Nikki, and welcome to the Transformation for Success show. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. And you know what? I say you are truly the comeback kid. Not only grasped that title, but you did something about it. So, Nikki, hello, hello. Hello, hello, Dr. Barbara. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show, and you are a total rock star. <laughs> well, you're a rock star yourself, girl, let me tell you. First of all, uh, I wanted to share this because... Because of you, I did a little research, and uh, it was really interesting on the research that I found out that the highest divorce rate, the latest highest divorce rate, when we talk about divorce, guess where it is? It's in the Maldives. Do you know where the Maldives? Oh, my gosh. Yes. The I Maldives, do. I've been to the Maldives. Well, it has the highest divorce rate. I couldn't believe it more than the United States, and the next one is Belarus. And I had to really look up to find out where the heck is Belarus? 
you know, because it's, <laughs> it's bordered by Russia, and we don't hear much about Belarus. But both these countries have high divorce rates, higher than the United States. And so anyway, I did a little bit of research on that um, to find out that we are actually number three when you start looking at the high rates of divorce. So anyway, just a little bit of uh, information for you listeners out there. But first of all, uh, also, I did another little bit of research. When we talk about high-conflict divorce, it's described as where the marriage ends and war begins. Now, I didn't give that description. That was somebody else's. So I know that you've, you've shared about your high-conflict divorce. And I, and I know some of this may be a bit difficult for you, Nikki, but could you just sort of share a little bit of what happened and how this all began? Yes, absolutely, Dr. Barbara. It all began around year seven, I would say, of my Mm -hmm. marriage. So Mm -hmm. I was married for a total of 12 years. And starting in around seven, the level of conflict in in our relationship started to pick up. And it was also around a time when we had our first child, we had our son, and we welcomed him with absolute joy. And at the same time, having a child is something that is it's a big transition in a marriage, and sometimes it can put stress um, on, on a lifestyle and on a marriage. And we also, about two years later, had our daughter, and again, very, very blessed by her arrival. Um, but, but around year nine of our marriage, um, my husband, my then husband's business was going gangbusters, and um, there were some stresses that were going on in our life. And in addition, like I said before, the level of conflict mm-hmm. increased in our marriage, and I got to a point where I was absolutely miserable in 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 my marriage. Mm-hmm. And it had become a relationship that was toxic for me. And we got to a point, or I got to a point, where I realized that I was no longer in love and that this was a climate that I was not willing to raise children in with um, some unfortunate things that were going on in our household that were happening, starting to happen in front of our children. And so I came to the conclusion that that. I mean, it was very clear to me. It was very clear mm-hmm. to me that our marriage was over, and so I filed for divorce. Um, sometimes in these high-conflict divorces, children become uh, unwittingly, I think, used uh, in a, maybe a high-stakes sort of emotionally charged case. Was, did this happen in your case in it at all? Which you had these two small children. Was that a yes, fact? Yes, I would say. I would say to a minimal level. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, both both my husband at the time and I um, wanted to certainly wanted to minimize the amount of conflict, but I, I would say with our daughter when the whole situation started, she was about nine months old, and um, our son was about three, and so they were very young, and I think. <laughs> To some extent, this is strange to say, but it's easier to use children as pawns when when your children are of an age where they're more easily kind of manipulated. Mm-hmm. Um, and our children, our children were very young, and so if any of that had been going on, it kind of would have gone over our daughter's head. I think I think with our son, 
he was he was certainly a bit more aware of what was going on and i would say that there were there were some there were some efforts made to kind of at at times use my son as as kind of a messenger or attempt to kind of move him to mm-hmm. one side or the other um but for the most part we the problem was that we disagreed about custody at first and that was really what drove the level of conflict way, way up until okay. we were able to settle on a, a 50-50 custody situation. Do you find it, now I'm intrigued by this, but do you find that it's interesting that lot, maybe a lot of the conflict didn't even start till after you had children? Or was it something that was already in the mix and you just didn't realize it? Well, there were there were areas of tension and areas of conflict that were there before we had children. I think what happened is that after we had children, some of those areas of of conflict were exacerbated and mm-hmm. kind of became became a bigger issue, particularly when those those types of conflict and personality traits in each other that were kind of triggers uh, within our marriage were expressed with our children around, in front of our children. And I, I did not want that at all. I'm going to ask you probably a really strange question. And thank you for, for being transparent about this, because I know this has been some time and having to reflect and go back. But it does help build your story, too, of all the stuff that you went through, because Understandably, when one goes through a marriage and a divorce situation with children, it is not easy. I know that. And I recognize that we all have different thresholds of pain. But Nikki, can I be frank and ask you this question? It's funny because I I get this question a lot because I had a television show that talked about um, grace that lays on the other side of disaster. And basically, it was about all of us. There were five of us on the set for this show, and all of us had gone through divorce situations where you would say there was high conflict. And so the question that we posed to each other, which I'm sharing with you, asking you, how much pain do we have to tolerate before we make the decision that this is it? (laughs) And so that's the question I was asking you. How much pain did you have to tolerate before you made your decision that this is it? A lot, a lot, Dr. Okay. Barber. There was a lot of pain going on. And I would say that probably most of the grief and mourning that I experienced and needed to experience and process in terms of the loss of my marriage and the the this is dramatic to say, but breaking up of my family, I experienced mm-hmm. a lot of that before I decided that uh, before I decided to file for divorce. Right. And um, a lot of that grief, I would kind of split it into two to two parts. Mm-hmm. The worst part about the entire divorce process, and this mm-hmm. actually this was before the divorce process even began. But the, the worst part of the, about the demise of of my marriage was that I needed to face and feel the pain of cutting the amount of time I would be spending with my children in half. And at the time, I was hoping that it wouldn't have to be cutting it in half, that it would have Mm. to be, you know, cutting down somewhat my time with my kids. But, I mean, I think that there are a lot of people, men and women, 
who stay in marriages a lot longer than, than they're really comfortable with because, I'll speak for myself, I couldn't even face the possibility of giving up time with my children. Our children were so young. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so that was, that was so much of the pain. And then another huge aspect of the pain that I think a lot of people don't talk about is that when you get a divorce and when you're thinking about getting a divorce, what you're losing, too, is you're losing the narrative of your life. You're using the, the story arc of your own life. And for, for me, I grew up believing and telling myself this story that I would meet the man of my dreams, I would marry him, we would have children, and we would have successful, wonderful lives, and that we would stay married and live happily ever after. I had parents who are together to this day, and so I, ha- I did have an example in mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. of a successful, functional, long-term marriage. My parents recently celebrated their 50th anniversary. And I think that people understate or don't necessarily realize that, that you're losing that story, and that in and of itself requires so much grief and, it, it also, and pain, and it involves it involves a lot of self-doubt because for me, I was asking myself, well, if I can't live my own story that, I, that I've paved out for myself since I was a child, what does that mean for how, for how what mm-hmm. I'm painting, the future I'm painting for myself and my children? I can understand. And, and, and hearing more of the story, because I was going to ask you, did you come from a um, two-family household, you know, mom and dad? And that sets the backdrop, which leads to a greater disappointment, I think, when a, a, a child, or it could be man or woman, who comes out of that kind of background, and then you end up in divorce, and you're saying, but I thought this was going to be forever. My parents, you know, made it through, and, you know, the home was fairly calm. And so I can understand that. What uh, motivated you? Because one of the things is that sometimes the women who go through divorce and and it's traumatic and painful, they don't bounce back. So what motivated you to start and implement your com- comeback and how soon did this occur? Well, I'll answer the second question first. So yes, what please. happened in, in the sequence of events was that um, after... After I moved out of the marital home, we, mm-hmm. my husband and I separated, I took about a year to heal, to what I call suck my thumb. And I worked <laughs> with my therapist, and I did whatever I could to make my life as mundane and boring as possible after two and a half years of either crisis or near crisis. I mean, talk about cortisol. You know, the, the cortisol was being released in my brain all over the place for a good two and a half years, more than that even. And mm-hmm. so I took a year to kind of, to, to be calm and to put the sort of foundational pieces of the puzzle of my life that had been scattered back into place. And I created a home for my children and me and put things on the walls and did my work and took my kids to school and daycare and, and created that normalcy. And after that, after that period of, of pretty intense kind of healing, 
I reached this turning point. Now, it's important here to, to talk a little bit about, about my past and my life overall, because mm-hmm. when I, by the time I got married, I was, I grew up, as I said, in a loving and functional family, and I was really a golden child. I was the valedictorian of my, of my high school, um, attended Princeton, went to graduate school at the Harvard School of Education, and I had lived a really successful and lucky and charmed life. And then the first several years of my marriage were also very charmed. And we would have been described, we were described by many people as this this perfect, jet-setting, incredible couple. We traveled Mm -hmm. to 50 countries together. And so the point that that I'm making, that I'm painting here, is that I... I was used to being on top. I was used to being, um, you know, I was a business owner. I was a successful business owner of an editorial services business. So Mm -hmm. I had, I had mojo (laughs) and I was used (laughs) to having mojo and I was used to being successful and happy and feeling joy every day. And so I had been at this, um, at this place that I wanted back so badly because during the process of the high conflict divorce, I really lost touch with myself. I lost touch with my self-esteem plummeted and I really lost my mojo. And so when I came out on the other end, I think what motivated me the most was, Hey, I, I don't want my life to be defined by this trauma. I just went through. I don't know how I got through that, but I did. And I'm going to be, and it was like, I made this decision that I was going to be stronger as a result of the trauma that I had gone through, and I felt like it was kind of a phoenix story, right? Like my life has been had turned into ashes around me, and all the pe- you know the pieces have been scattered. But this is an opportunity, and I think to some extent that's a matter of just of attitude. And I, I was already a professional coach, and so I I. I and I have professional development coming out of my ears. And so and we're going to take a quick break right there. Nikki, sorry, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back. But the thing is, you made a decision and we're going to read back right back. So listeners, stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for something new and exciting? It's finally here. Yes, introducing a new internet TV network. Transformation Success with founder, president, CEO, and Voice America radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So listeners, you can now see Dr. Young each week on her new show, The Total Woman, along with her co-hosts from around the globe. And there are several channel categories to engage you, such as financial, health and wellness, personal empowerment, music to inspire, inspiration and motivation, career, professional development, and did I mention dream connections? This is your personal invitation to view the Transformation Success TV Network each week on Fridays for your viewing pleasure at the voiceamerica.tv network. The Transformation Success Television Channel with Dr. Barbara Young, media personality, transformation success expert, accomplished leader, speaker, and author, puts the spotlight on world leaders, industry experts, business leaders, coaches, and authors focusing on their stories of transformation. Transformation Success Television provides eight channels of programming to inform you, raise your level of awareness and enlightenment of issues facing the global community today. Check us out each week on voiceamerica.tv. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to my interview today with Miss Nikki Bruno. Nikki, thank you so much for sharing on the first half of our show. Uh, It was very touching, and I'm sure, listeners, you've gained a lot of information. And, Nikki, take me back to here you are, you know, this very successful young woman who was very smart, obviously, had a very good support system, and for several years you were doing very well. Now, after all of this crashes around you, you made a decision got in touch with yourself, and you went, wow. Nikki, I can see you now saying, whoa. (laughs) So what absolutely motivated you to start what we call, what you've called, an epic comeback? Yes. What motivated me was I wanted my mojo back. I wanted to be the best possible parent and mother to my children. And I wanted to feel joy again. I I would say that probably was my number one motivation because there's no feeling like joy in the world. And during during the two and a half to three years of going through that that crisis of a high conflict divorce, I would say that I did feel some joy, but it was all it was all the result of being with my children. So thank goodness that Mm -hmm. thank goodness that I was that I had children at that time. But what happened was the turning point happened when I looked in the mirror. And I hadn't worked out in three years. I had been eating comfort food, and I had been in in survival mode and then in sort of um, healing mode. So I looked in the mirror, and I I literally said out loud to myself, Bruno, this isn't funny anymore. And the decision that I made was, I am going to be the architect of my own life, and I am going to stage a comeback, and my life is going to be better than anything I have ever seen before or anything that I could ever imagine. And it's going to start now. And the way that I'm going to start is I am going to get my my health back in order. I am going to get my body back in shape. So my first step was I called up um, an elementary school friend of mine who had become a fitness coach. And I said, Molly, lay it on me. I've gained 30 pounds over my happy weight and uh, my nutrition is in the toilet. So so please, (laughs) please just... Smack me with a few programs, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get on this. So she did, and in the next nine months, I got into the best physical and nutritional shape I had ever been in in my life. And I will tell you, if there is one shortcut to an epic comeback, that's what it is. It's robust fitness. It and science backs me up on this. It lifts you out of depression. It mm-hmm. lifts you out of anxiety, and my energy level skyrocketed from probably a 4 out of 10 to maybe an 8 or 9 out of 10 
with within a week of starting my workout. It was incredible. Well, you know, those endorphins do kick in, too. That helps. <laughs> yes. But- a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and so, you know, here we have strategies already for people who are out there listening. And one of your strategies, and I'm going to say, is that making a decision to be an architect of your life. You only have one life. So she says, yeah, I became the architect of my life. You looked in the mirror and said, "There, whoa, something's got to be done. And you did something about it. And you're saying robust and fitness will absolutely give you that eight or nine, that eight or nine. I call it zero to 10, but it gives you an eight or nine feeling. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Then yes. next, what did you do? You got robust, you're fit now, and you're feeling great. Yep. Yes. Yes. And another, another message in there is that I asked for help. That's another message. Okay. There is yes. no need, there is no yep. need mm-hmm. to stage to an yourself. epic comeback by yourself. Mm-hmm. There's no need for it. And I highly recommend, this is where, this is where professional coaches come in. And, and we could talk about this a little bit later on. You know, what's the yes. difference between therapy and coaching and what are the benefits right. of coaching? But the point that I'm making is that I asked for help. And I also, I, um, I hired a business and mindset coach who helped me to skyrocket my epic comeback. It was amazing because while working with him, I established my purpose for being on the planet, my purpose for being a professional coach, where I was going to be going with my career, what was going to be the name of my coaching program, all these different things fell into place under the guidance of my coach. And mm-hmm. I got really brutally honest with myself. And I, and I said, okay, what's my status? What's my status right now? I went through this pro- process of kind of assessment and reckoning. And then I figured out, well, what are the things in my life that I don't need? And I got rid of, this is the process that I call clearing. And I got rid of what I didn't need. I got rid of clutter in my household. I got rid of limiting beliefs that were holding me back. I decided to distance myself within some relationships that had been, you know, kind of unhealthy or unsupportive. Mm -hmm. And and then I established an epic vision. And I said, where do I want to be in six months? Where do I want to be in a year? And I made a plan. And... Um, as I said, I, I got myself into really incredible shape. And while that was going on, I was also um, planning my coaching program, which ultimately is it's called the Epic Comeback. And so while I was sort of engaging in my own comeback process, I was also studying how it is that I did it. So it was like I was sort of like a guinea pig <laughs> for my own for my own coaching program while this was all going on. But isn't that what happens? Because you can't give what you don't have. You can't be what you haven't been. So, I mean, so it's a natural sort of formation, Nikki. And that's why when I met you and I happened to listen to meet her in person, I could tell here comes a woman walking in the room confident, knowing who I am, which probably seven, maybe nine, ten years ago, that was not the woman who maybe walked in the room. (laughs) But no. I, but I, but the thing that I want to know is how is, is the epic comeback different from what we say a regular comeback? Because a lot of people say, well, I came back. But what is the epic comeback? There must be uh, why you chose that epic. Is it because it incorporates all of these things you just mentioned? Well, the answer to that is yes. The okay. difference between an epic comeback. So there 
We have choices when we come to the other side of something traumatic or something life-shattering, and this doesn't just apply to divorce. The, The epic comeback concept and the model that I've created is applicable to any kind of life-shattering or traumatic experience. So it could right. be death, it could be divorce, mm-hmm. it could be illness, mm-hmm. any of those things. Mm-hmm. When we emerge from a crisis or trauma, we have there are multiple ways it can go. One of the things that you can do is you can just move on. You can just kind of survive it and then kind of get through. That's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to stage a comeback. I wanted my life to be better after the crisis than it was before the crisis. Mm-hmm. But an epic comeback is very specific. Um, and the way that it's specific is that a lot of people, when they go to stage a comeback, they make one of two mistakes. Mistake number one is they try to go back to the exact person that they, the exact person they were before the trauma. It's a little bit like, you know, like Neil Diamond mm-hmm. having... Um, having a comeback Mm -hmm. and giving a concert of all of his old hits without introducing anything new, right? He's going to make money. He's going to make money doing that. And there are going to be people who attend the concerts, but it's not going to be a true comeback. That's going to revolutionize his career. The other mistake that people make with a comeback is that they try to reinvent themselves completely. So they, they, they ignore what they went through. Um, before the, the trauma or the difficulty happened, and they decide that they're going to totally revamp who they are. And that's not necessarily going to go well either because you, you know, as I said, you're ignoring all of the legacy of who you were before and all of the, the incredible talents and gifts and successes that you've already had. And so an epic comeback, according to me and according to my coaching program, is different because in an epic comeback, rather than kind of denying the fact that you've gone through trauma and and sort of skipping over it, instead of that, you use it. You, you, use the, you, you use the trauma by asking yourself, what did I learn from this process? How did I become wiser? How did I become stronger? And you actually use the difficult experience as a springboard for, for giving you what you need and want in order to make a transformation in your life. So you're taking the best of, of the vintage of you, the best of who you were before this happened, and you're integrating it with what you went through and where you want to be in the future. And the difference is, in terms of positive psychology, when you come out of trauma, some people suffer from what's called PTSD or post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress dis- uh, right. disorder. Um, that is when you suffer incredibly and you go through flashbacks and nightmares because of the trauma that you've gone through. You get triggered. The opposite of that, or a different sort of um, way, that, path that, that trauma can lead to, is called post-traumatic growth, or PTG. And an epic comeback is, my curriculum framework is grounded in this concept of post-traumatic growth, which is that you can, the idea is that, what I like to say is there's treasure in trauma. And you can, in the wake of trauma, use that as an opportunity for growing as a person, for connecting Mm -hmm. with the people and the world around you, and for catapulting yourself toward a wiser and better and more incredible future. And that's different. And that is very different. How is your, when you you formed this program called Epic uh, Comeback for Women, what did you describe as its mission? Its mission, ultimately, 
mm-hmm. is to give women the confidence and the freedom and the tools and the mojo and the swagger to be at power in their own lives. It is about reclaiming your power, your talents, your awesomeness, okay. Okay. your unique gifts, and having that knowledge and plan for unleashing them on the world in your terms. It's about agency and it's about freedom. Now, your coaching program is is different from therapy. How is it different? Because you've talked a little bit about that earlier where your program is different from, uh, you know, is different from therapy. How is it different? So to say it briefly, one of the main differences between between therapy and coaching is that mm-hmm. when you're in therapy, it's about regulating and processing your emotions. It's about healing from trauma, and it's about um, treating and handling mental illness. That is what therapists are trained to do and qualified mm-hmm. to do. Now, so it's more about emotion, whereas a coach and a coaching program is more about taking action. And so coaches are all about helping people to move between points A and B, meaning I am at point A, I want to be, I want more than anything to be at point B, and I'm going to hire a coach to help me get there. And so in a therapy session, it's more exploratory, it's less structured, Mm -hmm. it's more about figuring out the why, like how did I get where I am, what patterns do I have, how can I improve my my day-to-day functioning, am I depressed, am I anxious, Am am I repeating patterns in my life, and why is that happening? That's therapy. Coaching is where you say, all right, it's time to take action. This is a goal that I'm going to work toward, and I'm going to have my coach help me establish that goal, make a plan to reach it, and then troubleshoot whatever obstacles come up along the way. So coaches are all about um, the future, all about moving from the present into the future. And there's certainly some overlap of content in what in mm-hmm. what you know, a given person will talk about with their therapist and talk about with their coach. In a coaching program. Right. Right. Did you? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that I'm a huge advocate of coaching and therapy at the same time. And in fact, my clients, the majority of my clients work with a therapist at the same time that they're working with me. And I, I love being able to say, you know, the reason, let's, let's say the origin of, of why you're in this particular sort of pickle or this place or why you have this habit, that's a really good thing to explore with your coach. I'm sorry, with your therapist. But uh-huh. what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, we know that that's the case. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> it always is. Well, I'm I'm in the same boat, at, uh, Nikki. I I found out many years ago that I would not make it as a psychologist, a therapist. I am a coach, and I want you to get well, and I want to have point A, point B. Want to move from point A to point B in record time. <laughs> so <Yes>. anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about um, what are some of the benefits that you can share uh, that they'll get. Uh, with working with a post-divorce coach, but I want to find out how many post-divorce empowerment coaches are there? Are there a lot of them um, in every state, every city? Do you know? Is there a group? 
an association? Oh, well, there isn't one association, but there is a certifying body. It's possible to get certified called a CDC, Certified Divorce okay. Coach. All right. And, we're going to um, take a break. I don't. Take a break. We're going to take a break. And we're going to be right back. And we're going to talk about that because that's important information. Some, some of you out there listeners may want to be interested in getting a post-divorce empowerment coach. So we're going to be right back with my guest, Nikki Bruno. And thank you for listening. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for something new and exciting? It's finally here. Yes, introducing a new internet TV network. Transformation Success with founder, president, CEO, and Voice America radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So listeners, you can now see Dr. Young each week on her new show, The Total Woman, along with her co-hosts from around the globe. And there are several channel categories to engage you, such as financial, health and wellness, personal empowerment, music to inspire, inspiration and motivation, career, professional development, and did I mention dream connections? This is your personal invitation to view the Transformation Success TV Network each week on Fridays for your viewing pleasure at the voiceamerica.tv network. The Transformation Success Television Channel with Dr. Barbara Young, media personality, transformation success expert, accomplished leader, speaker, and author. Puts the spotlight on world leaders, industry experts, business leaders, coaches, and authors focusing on their stories of transformation. Transformation Success Television provides eight channels of programming to inform you, raise your level of awareness and enlightenment of issues facing the global community today. Check us out each week on voiceamerica.tv. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. It's Transformational Tuesday, and I'm here today in the studio with my guest, Miss Nikki Bruno. I call her the epic comeback kid, but she really is the comeback woman who is a post-divorce empowerment coach. I am so delighted, Nikki, to have you on the show because, you know, I talked about the stats uh, for the United I talked about the divorce rate and, and the highest divorce rate in the world is the Maldives. However, do you know 40 to 50 percent of married couples in the United States divorce. So since we're on that topic, we're talking about surviving divorce and how you can do it and be what I call the comeback kid with Miss Nikki Bruno. So Nikki, you were talking about how really a little bit about how the coaching program you have, it's very different from therapy. And so I want to know what are some of the benefits you can share with listeners, with working with a post-divorce empowerment coach. But prior to that, I wanted to know, is there an association? 
for break, you talked about there is a certification that you can achieve to become a post-divorce empowerment coach. So talk just a little bit about that. Well, Dr. Barbara, the, the certification that you can receive, um, mm-hmm. you can receive a certification to become a divorce coach. So mm-hmm. I don't think that I know anyone else who calls themselves a post-divorce empowerment coach, which isn't to say that there aren't other coaches who do what I do, because there are. There are Mm -hmm. divorce coaches who either have the certification of the CDC or not. It's not something that's considered necessary within the coaching industry to have have the specialized certification, but I will say that I've heard very good things about the certification program, and I'm sure that, that the learning and the education and the training is highly valuable. Right. Uh-huh. Um, right. But I will say that there are there are hundreds of divorce coaches around the United States, and some of them have different uh, different niches, and mm-hmm. some of them are more more focused on helping individuals kind of navigate the divorce process itself. So they mm-hmm. may be focusing on the let's say the the meat of the process of divorce. Mm-hmm. Some of mm-hmm. them might more focus on the front end of a divorce in helping and supporting someone to decide, should I stay or should I go? And then how do I get the, the how do I tell my spouse about wanting a divorce or um, how do I potentially anticipate that my spouse might want to file for divorce um, and, and I'll be on the receiving end. So there might be some folks who, who focus on the front end. And then like mm-hmm. me, there are other folks who are more, focused on divorce recovery and coming out of the process and, and creating your new life and building a new life for yourself. I don't know anyone who uses the language that I do in terms of staging an epic comeback, in terms of just mm-hmm. a, a kind, of a, kind of a big literary statement of, I'm going to take my life post-divorce and I am going to make it epic. Um, but coaches tend to have different, different niches and they, they work in different places. Right. Now, did you have to do something to, uh, become uh, a post-divorce empowerment coach? Did you have to go through a program? In order to be a coach, it is Mm -hmm. not to call yourself a professional coach. It is not required to have any specific training or education at all, which I think is a bad thing. I think it's something wow, that, I, that kind of waters down the coaching profession because professional yeah. coaching is, it is a profession and it is a profession that is uh, guided by an international body called the International Coach Federation. Now, the International right. Coach Federation accredits some coaching certification programs throughout the world and there is such a thing as calling yourself a certified coach and saying yes. that you're a, a coach that's certified by an, an International Coach Federation accredited program. Right, and right. that is what I did. I wasn't required okay. to do that to call myself a coach, but I did go to coaching school. I went to a school called IPEC, and most people, most people take about 10 to 12 minutes, I'm sorry, 10 to 12 months <laughs> uh-huh. uh, to go through a rigorous coaching program. And so I was educated and trained as a coach, but... Unfortunately, in my opinion, that's not required. 
So there are okay. plenty of people, especially these days, who are, let's say, that they've authored a book and decide to call themselves a coach. And what they do, while it may be very effective and very special and very wonderful and, and help make them very successful, it may not actually be what they're doing. It may not actually be coaching. Okay. What, what do you think are some of the benefits that a person would get with working with you as opposed to a divorce empowerment coach. Okay, uh, I need your help, Nikki. I just came out of a divorce. It's traumatic. Uh, I have adult children. And now after 17 years of marriage, I'm a divorcee. Can you help me? And I'm just a basket case. What would you tell me? (laughs) I would tell you that the benefits include increased confidence by a lot. Okay. Increased self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, health, physical health benefits that are related to stress. So, um, stress relief. I would mm-hmm. also say that benefits include having a direction and a purpose and a plan and a vision for your life. That is the gift of coaching. The gift of coaching is I, as someone who am going, who I'm in working with a coach, I know where I'm going. I know how I'm going to get there. And I have a champion and an accountability buddy and a Mm -hmm. cheerleader and a truth teller and a person who is an expert at personal development and maximizing our talent who is going to help me get to that place, who is going to help me get to that place where I I have launched my epic comeback. And so other benefits also include a lot of people don't realize that there are many that coaching is a financial investment as well. Life coaching is a financial investment, and I have seen it over and over with my own clients, with the clients of my colleague coaches. I, I know a lot of excellent coaches um, in with lots of different areas, whether they're career coaches, or life coaches, business coaches, or leadership coaches. When you're working with a with a coach who is a really good fit for you, you start attracting money, you start attracting abundance of all kinds, money, success, um, new, new, new partners, romantic partners, business partners, business deals. And I have had the majority of my clients have made back their investment in my coaching program and then some because they have been confident enough to ask for a promotion that they deserved mm-hmm. and received mm-hmm. it. And guess what? Next year, you're making $30,000 more a year. So how are you feeling about the money that you invested in mm -hmm. working with me as your coach who helped, who helped catalyze that change in you? What happens when you, when you're working with a fantastic coach is you, your posture changes. You start carrying yourself in a, in a, in a different way. You're standing straight. You're standing tall. You're walking into that room and people are looking at you and they're saying, I want what she's having. Mm Mm-hmm. And so some of the benefits of coaching are very visible. People will start to see it. You'll, you know, you may start to dress differently. I help women reinvent their, themselves in their lives, whether that means that they want a brand new image and style. I'll refer them to, um, I'll refer them to a personal stylist, whether it's mm-hmm. um, revamping their career, starting a new business. I help people take very concrete steps forward, epic actions in their lives. And the benefits are you can't even qual- you can't quantify them, and you also can't put a price on feeling like you are 
being your absolute best self in the universe. Now, Nikki, um, I have a question here. Are you helping women, when you talk about a financial investment, who are in a particular socioeconomic status? Because there are some women that may not have that financial investment, but they've gone through a divorce. So how do you handle that if somebody does come to you that may not be at that level? To afford- I really appreciate that question. I love that question, Dr. Barbara. So mm-hmm. my ultimate mission is to establish a nonprofit organization that goes into schools and colleges and, um, and, and educates people and prom- creates awareness about healthy relationships and about being able to, to, to stage that epic comeback. And so down the road, I am planning to have a major impact on people of multiple income levels. And that's down the road. But right now, okay. my business model, mm-hmm. so I've been in business for a year and a half. And my business model is um, I'm active in the media, and one of the reasons I'm active in the media, I write articles, radio shows like this, I'm on podcasts, is that I want the work that I do and the passion that I feel and my methodology and, and the messages and expertise that I have, I want it to be accessible to anyone. I want it to be accessible and free as long as you've got the internet or as long as you're, you're subscribing to my, <laughs> right. I have a podcast right. myself. Right. When it comes I, to I'm my s- business, mm-hmm. um, my business model right now and my coaching program, first of all, they're long-term programs. I work with people for, uh, for a minimum of six months. So my program is delivered either as a six-month program or a year-long program. And no, it is not cheap to work with me. Um, Mm -hmm. It is. We'll say low cost. I don't like the word cheap. We'll say no. (laughs) It's not low cost. (laughs) It's not low cost. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. No. Okay. It's not low cost. But over time, what what I'll be doing is over time, once my, once my, uh, once my business is in a place where it's humming along and it's sustaining my family really well and my lifestyle, et cetera, what I'll be doing over time is creating more assets like online courses, like group programs, like um, additional podcasts and workshops, which will be ways for people to experience my work and to work with me at a much lower cost than my current one-on-one coaching programs. And that's the way a lot of coaches run their business is over time they create different offerings at different price points. I am so glad you mentioned um, starting a nonprofit and realizing that you've been in a a business a year and a half. Yes, you have to make a profit and, uh, and do well in it. And I'm wishing you all the success that you will. I'm so glad that you shared the benefits of what people can, um, you know, receive in working with you and the epic comeback, but also with any, I guess, post-divorce empowerment coach. But I'm so happy to hear uh, about the nonprofit that you're going to start and to talk to young women, we, a lot of millennials, to talk about healthy relationships and maybe healthy relationships start with the individual first, that maybe they'll make wiser choices with the with the partners that they choose, their life partners that they choose, maybe somehow we can, <laughs> you know, I feel like I, I want to join the group. I want to join the group and enlighten women, young women particularly, to, uh, you know, to start attracting those kind of healthy relationships. And what does that really mean? 
So thank you so much for sharing that. Nikki, I, I, you know, one of the questions that I was going to ask is what the future is for you, and you've already described uh, what you what the future is for you, and I'm glad you're saying that. But I'm going to bring up something that um, we haven't talked about because we're in the midst of COVID-19. It's it's a fact. I'm uh, sharing it uh, today for the first time on the show uh, because here we are. This is March. Um, your show, uh, what are we today? I can't remember what day we are. We're in March 17th. Um, and so all we're hearing on the news is about COVID-19 to be cautious, some of the mandatory requirements that have been put in place in the United States as well as in other countries. So we are global, and I want to say to all of my listeners out there in the world, we are with you. We are not alone. Uh, You are not alone. We're in this together, and I believe we will come out of this. And the thing that I'm saying to you, Nikki, is this is the time that you can begin to do a lot of work online to reach out to help people. In fact, I think this is like an opening in the digital community where we can reach out to give hope to women who are not feeling powered, empowered, who are feeling lost and helpless and don't know where to go. Maybe they're in a situation where they want to get out of the marriage because it's so traumatic. So I just want to thank you uh, so much. Is there one word uh, or what last minute bit of advice before we close the show on what advice would you give to women who are in the throes of a high-conflict divorce right now? What would you tell them to do? I would tell them to listen to their intuition mm-hmm. and follow it. That is the number one thing that I learned from my own divorce process and also from the process of being married is listen to your intuition. And if you have children, or even if you don't have children, practice self-compassion. Self-compassion is the highest form of self-care. It means giving yourself a break. It means saying, I'm a human being, and I'm going through something very, very hard. So give yourself a break and practice the same compassion on yourself that you would practice if your best friend were going through a divorce. Thank you so much for saying that. And Nikki, I want to thank you for being a guest on the show today and for elaborating and explaining so many things that we needed to know about an epic comeback for so many women because they need to know that they do not need to be a victim, but a victor as you have. I want to say God bless you and have many more successes. And I know you're on the path for greatness and to help so many other women, more importantly, become great. So listeners, I want you to share today's program as I know it can help so many women out there who are going through the throes or thinking about a divorce or maybe have gone through a divorce. And I want to leave you with this quote today from Linda Esposito. Marriages come and go. But high-conflict divorce is forever. Get a divorce from divorce. Get on with your life. God bless you. And I'll see you next week with another guest on my show, Transformation for Success. So thank you for listening. And Nikki, Bruno, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll have to have you back again for part two by the end of the year. We want to have another (laughs) message from the epic comeback kid. Thank you so much. And have a great week. I would love that. Okay. I'll have you back for sure. Thank you so much. And listeners, I'll see you next week. Be blessed. 
we appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.